Hey guys, hope you're doing well. It's Joe and you're listening to my commute. And I just wanted to join you for another episode today and tell kind of a funny story. Um, I got a phone call from my wife this morning telling me that our daughter had called her in tears and started the conversation with, I hope you know I love you guys, and 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 set up all this drama only to tell us that she had dropped her cell phone in water and apparently fried it. We're not 100% sure if it has bit the dust yet, but it is looking quite likely that it has, and it set up a kind of interesting thought in my mind of why she reacted that way, you know, of all the times that we've ever gotten on to her since she has been um, under our care, um, we have never really gotten mad at her about things, about breaking things, about wanting things, about damaging anything. Um, generally, the things that we have been upset about and gotten onto her about had more to do with actions and decisions and behaviors. Um, and it and it was an interesting thing to me that tied in a little bit to um, to an overarching theme of like things just aren't that important. They're replaceable. Um, they are replicatable. Um, they don't make you who you are. Um, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with liking things or wanting things. I mean, I like all kinds of things and, and have all kinds of wants that I don't need. But um, the, the funny theme with those two is that the things that I like and the things that I want are generally things that enable me to do something to have an action or a behavior that I enjoy. For example, making videos and taking pictures. I love photography and video equipment, and I'm always trying to chase after that next thing, even though I probably don't necessarily need it. Um, because it enables me to do more things and be more creative and and have an excuse to get out and do what I love to do. And the same thing with fishing gear. I got into fly fishing a little over a year ago, and getting new rods and reels allowing me to try out new new techniques and new locations and new species of fish and same thing with my kayak when I got it it allowed me to try out um, methods of exploration and adventure and fishing that I never tried before but the key foundation of all of that is the the thing it's the behavior and not the thing but it's it's the behavior that is enabled by the thing um, the activity is way more important to me the decisions the the foundation the passions that live in you um, or lack of passions that you just don't enjoy some things. That's what makes you who you are. And um, and to us as parents, that the, the who you are is the important part when, when we're looking at our daughter. I'm not so worried about the things or, or, or whatever. I mean, I don't want her to feel like it's frivolous and be irresponsible with her stuff. But um, it was just interesting to me that she, she had that reaction. I think she's got a little different background and and maybe there were some harsher reactions to that kind of stuff in the past, I don't know, but um, it was it was just really interesting to me um, that she thought we would be that upset about it. And I'm not, I'm not excited about it, I'm not happy that we're going to end up probably having to replace a phone, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's a phone, it's not, it's not a big deal. And if we couldn't afford to replace it, then we just wouldn't do it and everybody would be fine and we would figure it out. Um, it's way, way better news than to hear that she had had some horrible um, lapse of character or judgment and made a horrible decision that would actually affect 
um, her future or anything like that. So, I don't know. That's kind of a random thought for for the the podcast today, but it's just interesting to me. Um, evaluate your position around things and the material. Um, try not to get too bent out of shape about that. I know it's hard hard not to sometimes when you work really hard for the stuff you have, but it's it's all replaceable, you know. Even the sentimental stuff, and I struggle with that because I have a guitar at home that's like 50 or 60 years old. It was the first guitar I think I ever saw. It was my grandfather's, and it's the only one that I own actually anymore. Um, and I love that thing. But at the end of the day, it's some wood and strings. Um, the The real value there is the memory and that it came from my grandfather. You know, um, if it were to break or burn. I would be devastated, um, but at the end of the day, part two of my little rant about things and decisions, but to continue on for the story about my grandfather's guitar that he passed down to me, like I said, if it were ever to break or burn or disappear or get stolen, I would, I would be absolutely devastated, but the bottom line is the value and what that thing means to me goes way beyond what it is, um, and at the end of the day, nothing can take that. Nothing can steal that from me until I'm dead. I'm always going to remember sitting around with him and plucking strings on that guitar when I didn't know how to put two chords together and, and being curious and him teaching me and sitting down and, and showing me how to play Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, an old Willie Nelson song and a lot of old folk songs that he knew. And I took that and turned it into a lifetime of playing music and writing my own songs and um, a little bit of a digression there, but but as you can see, that's that's never going to go away, regardless of what happens to the thing. Um, so it's an interesting relationship there, you know, between our stuff and our memories and who we are. You know, I remember the first camera I ever got. It was like a Nikon. No, the first camera I ever got was a five megapixel HP digital camera. I never owned a film camera. We had a crappy little kind of disposable 35 or something like that. Um, but the first camera I really owned and took as mine was a 5 megapixel HP that I think I got when I was like 13. Um, my parents got it for me for a birthday. And I kind of fell in love with photography. And if you've heard me talk about photography in past episodes, um, you know that that was kind of what it all started. And then when I got into college and had a, had a summer job that was actually full-time and working 40 hours a week and making actually what I would consider real money at the time and was able to buy an icon, um, still a point-and-shoot, but um, much higher resolution, had a really nice optical zoom, excuse me, zoom lens, um, and just further pushed me down the rabbit hole. And, and, and again, those are things, you know, that camera... I don't even own that camera anymore. I think I sold it on eBay, but um, but I will never forget going out in my pickup at the time and driving around in the snow with a good friend of mine and jumping around and taking pictures and and going out to um, Garden of the Gods in Southern Illinois and hiking for a day and a half and taking pictures and strapping that camera along for all kinds of adventures and driving up to Patoka Lake in Indiana on one of the hardest semesters I ever had college um, and just taking that camera and focusing on something else for a little while um, but I don't have the camera anymore it's it's the stuff that I did with the camera that I remember um, and that 
push me into wanting um, the camera I have now. I'm shooting on an old Canon T3. It's nothing exciting, but it's better than what I had then. Um, and I'm hoping to get another camera one of these days. But it's not about the things. It's about what the things are allowing me to do. Um, you know, that's... I, I think that distinction is important for a society that's as materialistic as we are. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with wanting stuff, but... Um, yeah, that reaction today just was interesting, and I'm not... I'm not trying to say that um, our daughter, you know, is being overly materialistic or or um, or looking at things the wrong way. It was just interesting that she had that perspective the way she did. Um, anyway, I'm rambling a bit now, but if I got you guys to rethink your perspective a little bit on your stuff, I feel like I've I've done my duty to bring a message into the world today, so I may have a further segment on this, but if nothing else, I appreciate you guys listening to me on my commute. As always, if you want to look me up and find me anywhere, I'm all over the internet. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram in particular is one that I am trying to um, create a lot of cool content on. I'm hoping to, to upload some, some better photography there soon. I have some older stuff up um, and some cool video content that's fairly current. Um, but I'm hoping to put up some some recent photography as well. It's just been a little crazy, as you guys have heard. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's jd.emmons uh, on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Uh, and Facebook, you can just look up Joe Emmons. You'll be able to track me down. Um, but as always, guys, I appreciate you listening to me. Uh, I know it's a little bit here and there and everywhere. But nonetheless, I am so thankful that you're joining me on my commute.